What's up, fam? Welcome back to That's the Angle, hosted by your favorite photographer ever, me, I, the Bruce Allen. Uh, as you might know me on just pretty much every social media platform. And you know what? I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, geez, I can't believe he's not about to plug a sponsor or something. And you know what? I can't believe it either. But if you're a sponsor and you're trying to sponsor this podcast and give me some money to pay my studio rent, that'd be great. Besides that, I'll spend it on some expensive cappuccinos. But but no, seriously, hit me up if you're interested. Uh, TheBruceSound at gmail.com. Cough, cough. But anyways, guys, let's get right into the episode. And this episode is about working with multiple models, right? Kind of an interesting topic because it's not something you think about until you have to think about it. And when you have to think about it, it's something that you go, oh shit, this is a big deal because working with multiple models is a lot harder than I thought it would be. And you know, I'm not saying that because it's something recent, it's just something that's kind of been a good conversation topic I've wanted to talk about, but uh, working with multiple models is a whole different ball game. So I, I really don't even know where to start with this, but let's just get right into it. So right off the bat, when you work with multiple models, my approach is to find models that complement each other. And I've definitely been in situations where the models didn't complement each other. And I kind of made up for that by making them sit or stuff like that. But there's always a big difference, especially when you have two models that one is a whole nother model skill level slash caliber ahead of the other one and you can really tell because when you're messing with you know an actual agency model sitting next to just a model from instagram it's a world's difference and you can tell right off the bat the the agency model is just going to be outperforming them every step of the show they're going to be stealing all the looks their eyes are going to go straight to them in every photo so you really got to have two models that are kind of on equal playing fields. Otherwise, one's going to sort of dominate the roles, especially when they're together. But off the bat, the big thing that I first go to when approaching work, working with multiple models is I find I try to find, I kind of try to find two models that complement each other. For example, I have an editorial coming up that I'm shooting for a local publication. Uh, and I chose two models. They were both two white girls that were 5'8", 5'9", so less than an inch difference away from each other. They both have white skin, obviously, but they have different face shapes. And I thought that would be kind of be a good theme that fit the magazine and that also fit uh, the whole modern vintage, elevated modern vintage vibe I'm going for, but also that complement each other. I do believe in other combinations. This was just a really fun combination that I wanted because I thought that they were some of the strongest models on this roster that I was looking at. And so I'm really excited for that. And um, yeah, so that, that's off the bat. Try to find models that complement each other. Try to find them around the similar heights and stuff like that. Uh, you know, put them together and see if they look good together. So that's step one. Step two is, you know, the styling should make sense. So let's talk about actually like the day of shooting. I think one of the biggest problems and interesting things you're going to come into when working with multiple models uh, and there's a couple of them. The first one is going to be depth of field, right? Ooh, big depth of field, right? You're a portrait photographer, but you've been only shooting at 1.8 f-stop this entire time. Oh my God, wait a minute. There's a model sitting right behind them and you, you've been shooting at 1.8 f-stop and the model behind them is completely out of focus. Oh my God, your photo's ruined. Or, you know, you're, you're, you're focusing on the model behind, but the model in front's out of focus. Oh my God, that wasn't intentional. You thought they'd both be in focus, right? Big problem when it actually comes to it. So when you're shooting with multiple models, you want to be very aware of their positioning, 
right? And there's a couple ways you can do that. You can either purposely have one be the center of attention for that frame, so you know that one's gonna kind of be, whoa, this guy's beautiful. So you know that one's gonna kind of be uh, the focus and the other one might be like looking away or something like that. I, I normally try to have like a focal point. So in this frame, this model is the main model and the other one's complementing. So how do I adjust with that, right? That's, that's the one strategy I've approached. And you want to keep the one that's the subject in focus and the other one could be slightly out of focus. But even then, I still try to generally work with an f-stop that's a little higher with multiple models if it's like a full body shot uh, because I don't want them to be too blurred out. And, you know, realistically, you'd want both of them to kind of be in focus the whole time. I mean, that'd be great. But you're going to be in situations sometimes where they're not on the same plane. And by the same plane, I mean that has to do with your depth of field and depth of field is your f-stop, right? So... You know, if you're shooting at a low f-stop and they're not directly in line with each other, you know, uh, you know, left and right, you know, that playing a field, then one of them's gonna be in and out of focus. So you gotta be very careful about which model you're focusing on. And one one thing I've kind of learned as far as like, let's say they're both in the frame, let's say they're both sitting standing right next to each other. Something that I always that's been really helping me is you know, do frames where one's looking away, one's looking at you. Do frames where the other's looking away and the other's looking at you. Do frames where they're both looking at you. Do frames where they're, where, where they're both looking away. And that kind of gives you a little bit of fun, a little bit of sauce. Try to get them to vibe off of each other. I honestly, I think that if you can make them friends, that'll really help the shoot. Make them comfortable with each other. Kind of know the dynamic you're going for. Are they lovers? Are they friends? Are they, you know, is it lust? What is it? Try to give them some direction, almost like you're a director in a movie or something like that. But besides that, generally speaking, I love working with multiple models because it's more of a challenge and it adds depth to uh, whatever you're shooting because now you don't have just one outfit to look at. You have two outfits to look at, and that's pretty exciting. And the thing is is that you can also get variances of shots. So let's say they you have, you know, it's say, let's say it's the first look, so they're both on their first look. You can do a frame with one guy you can do a frame with the other guy then you can do a frame with them both you could do a framed double portrait you could do one portrait like you see what i'm getting at here with two models all of a sudden things are getting really interesting and what i've noticed is that sometimes you start to get ideas bouncing off each other when they go hey how about this and all of a sudden you're in a whole new creative stratosphere but you know for depending on your project that may not be a possibility but as far as overall technicalities um Think about your depth of field when playing with two models. Maybe try to have a primary model. Always try to have, you know, one looking away, one looking at you. It doesn't have to, it's not a rule, but that's just something that I've learned that kind of helps. Is like, oh, you look at me, you look away. You look at me, you look away. You know, that sort of dynamic that, that tends to uh, really help and kind of, you know, let them know, okay, you're the leader in this shot. You're just kind of the subject. That way they're not fighting for pole position because models have egos, right? They have egos. They all want to be the frame killer you know they want that ig repost but sometimes it's good to let them know hey in this frame you're the dominant person so i want you to kind of compliment them okay cool give them some direction so that's a really big key is giving direction with multiple models and once you start getting past two you know things can get hectic real quick which is why you gotta you know be in charge of your shoot don't let anything derail your shoot be the leader be the conductor it's okay if one model gets more spotlight than the other. You know, I'm sure LeBron James touches the ball a lot more than the rest of his teammates. It's just how it goes. You know, <laughs> what a comparison, right? I don't even watch basketball. Uh, but I can guess he touches the ball a lot more. 
uh, you know, that sometimes that can be the dynamic, and sometimes that can be fun. But, you know, don't be scared to play with depth of field. Don't be scared to play with these things uh, in whatever they may be. But generally speaking, when you work with multiple models, you do want to have a higher f-stop, which means you might end up shooting at a higher ISO or fast or a slower shutter speed or whatever it might be. And these are just things that you might have to learn the hard way no matter what you hear from me. So it's something that I learned the hard way, which was a good lesson. Uh, and I'm trying to think right now off the top of my dome, like what else? Like is there any other tips for working with multiple models? Um, I guess outside of directly shooting them, you know, make sure that stylist is doing complimentary outfits, make sure everyone knows what's going on. Um, try to match everything. You know, just just have fun with it, guys. At the end of the day, we're, we're doing this have fun. So I, I think, I think I got that spiel out. I, I think, I think that's where I leave it. Nothing else comes to my mind as far as like what else you can do with multiple models. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I didn't. But I don't want to ramble for the sake of ramble because we all have better things to listen to uh, once you're done with this. But this should be the best thing to listen to. Aha! All right, guys. Well, um, that is it for me. I hope this brought you some sort of value about working with multiple models, something that you haven't thought of before, uh, because I'm going to be doing a lot of that in the next couple weeks. So, guys, hope you enjoyed. Please follow me on Instagram at the Bruce Allen, YouTube at the Bruce Allen, and obviously this podcast is called That's the Angle, hosted by uh, me, Bruce Allen. God, I hate saying my name so much. That is terrible. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed. Um, Much love, and as I always say, that's the angle. Peace.